Hello, New York Giants fans. Welcome to the 14th episode of the G-Men Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we're going to be recapping um, the Giants' fourth preseason game against the Patriots, which was really um, a game that came down to the wire. But before we get to all that, I'd like to thank uh, our returning guest for joining me today, Dylan Waxman. How are you? Great. What's up? Um... I'm doing well, thank you. Um, so you cannot question our commitment to this podcast because we are up. We were uh, when this is the first thing we're doing in the morning. Seven forty a.m. Up to one o'clock. Watching the Giants game and such. Tennis and other crap like that. Yeah. So we're a little lost on sleep, but it's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, so the Giants played um, their fourth and final preseason game um, last night against the Patriots. Um, we'll have a recap of that later. But first, let's get to some other news surrounding the league. Um, Dylan, Andrew Luck retired. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Andrew Luck retired. It seems ridiculous, but he's probably smarter than the rest of us, considering he has an injury history, and he probably just got out. He's probably smart. And he still gets $24 million this year, so. I mean, I get why Colts fans are mad, but it was a good decision for him. Yeah, I mean, I you can't criticize this move because you can't tell a guy whether he's hurt or not, so. I mean, if he feels it's the right move, then it's the right move for him. So, um, I mean, there, there's no question that he has an injury history. He said that it's basically taken his joy out of the game, yeah. just rehabbing, which is completely understandable. So, yeah. I know Colts, want, Colts fans wanted him, but logically it was the smartest move he could have made. Right. I agree. So... Um, we have some more news going around the league. Um, Dwayne Hass, or rather, uh, Case Keenum will be the starter week one. So Dwayne Haskins will not start, uh, week one. Probably, maybe he'll start against the Giants week four. We'll see about that. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, yeah, so, um... There's that. Case Kinnam will be the starter. Um, also, uh, Josh Gordon was reinstated to the NFL this week. It was, it came out, I think, a day or two after I recorded the recap of the second and third preseason games. So I think it came out like a day or two after I did that. So, um, so yeah, so that's the latest there. Um, he was reinstated to the league. Um he actually played this game against the Giants. Um, but now some actual Giants news. Sterling Shepard um, will most likely be ready for week one, um, which I think was the expectation all along. But I think I think that it kind of got lost because he wasn't playing at all. And people were like, wait, is this guy going to be ready? So, so he will be ready. Um, whether he'll be on the field at 100% getting a regular workload, um, I doubt it. But 
but he might have to with Golden Tate suspended for the first four games. So, yeah. Um, but with the- if he doesn't get a regular workload, who's getting the most targets? Ingram. Ingram. What about for receivers? Shepard. Uh, what's his name? Russell Shepard. Yeah, maybe. I mean, some there's some other guys that will be getting the target share. Um, but I guess without further ado, let's get to what this podcast um, or this episode is about. The Giants' fourth preseason game against the uh, Patriots. So the Giants won the toss, and then they deferred to the Patriots, um, and they came down the field and scored a field goal. And then Daniel Jones, who had the start with um, with most of their starters being rested, and um, yeah, with most of their starters being rested. So, uh, yeah, he had a um, perfect 4 for 4 start, um, going 47 yards. Um, however, with him not being the starter, like I talked about in my last episode for week one, and most likely beyond, how far beyond that is yet to be seen, um, that he will not be the starting quarterback um, for the first probably couple of weeks. So. This will probably be the last that we see him, see of him for a while. Like probably more, maybe all season. It's possible if Eli serviceable that he doesn't play at all. Yeah, I agree. So then, um, then in the cl- then the Giants and Patriots exchanged three and outs. Then the then in the closing minutes of the first quarter, Alex Tanney led the Giants to a touchdown drive. Um, then things got really ugly at the start of the second quarter. Um, the beating down um, started. The Pats scored two unanswered touchdowns as well as a field goal to end the half and ended the half. Um, and ended the half, um, scoring a ton of straight points. They were at 29-10 at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, so they were up 29-10 at halftime. The Patriots were. So, they were obviously down a lot. Um, and then the Giants seemed to have some fight in them. They bounced back, um... After the half, they scored a touchdown and a field goal on back-to-back drives. Then in the fourth quarter, um, Wayne Gallman had a nice run for a touchdown. Then the extra point was missed. So then, so then, 29-25, and then they had a last drive. Yeah, so then in the, like, really closing seconds, like, with four seconds to go, uh, Kyle Lawletta hit Alonzo Russell for a 14-yard walk-off TD. And that was a great play. Um, 14-yard walk-off TD. Um, obviously, probably not what you expected, being down 19 points at halftime. Or against the Patriots. No matter who it is. I don't care if it's preseason. It's against the Patriots. Yeah. Or the Giants. Yeah, that's definitely... Something so the Giants finish in undefeated preseason 
um, with a 31-29 victory over the Patriots. So, um, so uh, what do you um, what do you make of even with Eli being the starter, Daniel Jones still went out there and balled, going four for four um, for forty seven yards, and probably could have gone for more um, if they let um, if they let him more drives and also more downs on that drive because. Um, if they they had a fourth and one that they decided to go for and missed it, so and it would have been even more plays if he if they converted. Yeah. Um. So the, he only played the one drive, going four for four. But I think that's a good sign, you know. Even be being named the backup, Eli being the starter, um, just taking that and running with it, you know, just being like, what the heck, and just going with it and. Ultimately, um, having a great performance and helping your team win. So I think that definitely shows some character in him. I mean, I get it, like the hype, but I don't really think the preseason matters. Now, I mean, the four for four is impressive. The f- like his whole st- preseason stats were impressive, besides those like two fumbles and one drive in the second preseason game. But. Does it matter? Did he get the starting job even with those numbers? No. So he'll need to prove it in the regular season to get a job. Um, yeah. So, like you said, like uh, this is just a, um, a, a small sample size and B, um, a, um, the preseason. So, um, I mean, also, if you think about it, if you go back, he hasn't. I don't think, not that I can remember that he has definitely, I don't think he has played at like a full team, like a full defense of first team, D of their first team defenses. Yeah. So, I mean. That's something to be scared of. Pass rush. That's most threatening part as a quarterback. Yeah. So, like, like I said, this is only the preseason, and he hasn't seen any um, any first-team full defenses. Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. A good stat line in professional football is always a good stat line in professional football, whether it's the preseason or the regular season. But, but it's the preseason. It's not the regular season. It's not against the best defenses you'll see from teams it's against second best defense you'll see from teams. So I I don't buy it, to be honest. Okay. I don't I he might start this year. I think he could start probably after bye week and on. Okay. But I mean and that could matter. I don't think they're gonna be bad enough for if like they win like five straight games to close out the season. They wouldn't make the playoffs. Like, I don't think they're going to be that bad. Okay. But I think they could be in like a four and seven position with five games left, and they could be in a position if they win five straight, which I'm sure they wouldn't. They they could make the playoffs. I think <clears throat> I think that could end up being their situation. Okay, and then and, have, and they might play him. Right. To be insane. Mm-hmm. Never know. Right, so 
we'll, we'll see. Um, it all depends. Nobody can really predict, but, um, but I mean, to, I guess just to counter to your argument is that he's not playing against first team defenses. He's also not playing fully with the first team offense. The Giants' first team receivers are practically like everybody else's third team receivers, so doesn't matter. More or less, but yeah, that's about right. They do have an atrocious receiving core, but I mean, I'm just saying, like he's, I mean. I mean, you have to factor in that if he's, he, I get he's playing against, like, basically undrafted rookies or late-round rookies or, like, old veterans who they just picked up off the street, basically. Um, but he's also throwing to those types of guys. Now, what's sad is those guys might end up being some of the Giants' first-team receivers um, just because they're so thin receiver especially with Tate out and Shepard probably not 100% with the, the finger so the, these guys who play good in preseason are maybe become our first string receivers especially with Tate out and Shepard with injury yeah. I mean I know he's supposed to play week one but if it doesn't really go well. They could, I could see them sitting him after week one if his finger's not ideal. Right. I Yeah, I could see that as well. But, so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's part of it, too, is that, you know, he's not... I think what's somewhat concerning, or, like, for the future, is that not once did he play with the first team not with the full first team. Like, I think maybe what should have happened is at least, like, maybe if you're not, if you don't want to give him the start, that's fine, but at least let him play with the first team offense. Eli's not even, what's the point of having Eli play in preseason? We know what we're going to get out of him. The same old, a lot of interceptions, a few touchdowns, and probably a losing record, but... We might as well play Daniel Jones more than a lot because we really want to see what he can do and not what Eli can do. Because we've, because if you're the Giants, you've seen Eli play for 15 straight years now, and he, you've been coaching him and managing him. So why just keep putting him out there to play in the in the preseason? Well, I guess if because I think what the thought process has to be there. I, I see what you're saying, and I kind of agree with you. However, I think the argument has to be, well, we can't just... We also need to see Eli in a pre in a game, whether that's preseason or not, it's still a game. So if he looks completely awful, then maybe you do th- have some thoughts of giving the starting job up to Jones. But if... He, but if I think because you still need a sample size for both to compare. That's fair, and I get. I mean, you have to play Eli a little. I just think Daniel Jones should have probably played the first teams at some points, at least not play all second teams and worse. I just thought he should have gotten better playing time, not more, but against the first team, at least like one game, because we wanted to see what he got. 
and we didn't really. I mean, against the second team and the third team, but not against top competition. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was saying. You know, like, maybe if you're not, if you, if you don't want to give him the start, fine, but at least let him play with the guys that he's working to get to playing with. Like, I mean, what's the point of having him play with some second-team receivers? Let Alex Tanny, Kyle Lalletta do that. People who are not going to be the starting quarterback, unless a miracle happens, where Daniel Jones and Eli Manning both get hurt for some reason or something happens, then by a, by a miracle that happens, then sure, they're the starting, then one of them's the starting quarterback, but, I mean, that's not what you do. So, I mean, I guess... What doesn't make sense to me is why is Daniel Jones the guy who could potentially be your starting quarterback and everyone, or at least I kind of think, should be your starting quarterback eventually? Maybe not right now. I don't know that he's ready right now, but. I mean, going into week one, like, he's not obviously going to play. But is there any chance he plays in, like, the first half of the season if Eli's horrible or gets in? I mean, if he gets hurt, obviously. But is there any chance Eli's bad enough for Daniel Jones to play in the first half of the season? Definitely. I think there's a certain point where you just have to say, like, if Eli's being awful, why are we – why are we not starting our other guy, the guy that, A, probably at that point the fan base will be absolutely restless to see, same with the media, and... And Baker Mayfield. Sorry, I just had to point that out. That Baker Mayfield was saying how bad a pick that was. Yeah. And then basically covered up, covered it up by saying that's not what I meant. But we all knew that's what he meant. Yeah, I mean... If you have to go back and read the full interview, it was out of context. Con- uh, context, but it w- it was. He said some other. He was just talking about other picks. He also said that he thought he should not have been the number one overall pick. Now he's probably wrong, but at the time he was definitely. It definitely shouldn't have drafted number one at the time. No, this he, this was. Recently, that he did it. That's why it was a whole. Thing. Right now, I I think it's fair. I mean, I obviously I think you're getting a better player out of Saquon. Mm-hmm. That could just be my biased opinion. Yeah, well, there's there's a certain value that owners, GMs, people in the front office put on quarterbacks. Which I get. We both know Saquon Barkley is the best football player in that draft class. Yeah, I agree. But I mean. Literally, like I just said, that's what ends up happening because you value quarterbacks. Which I get. It makes sense. That's why the Giants probably even thought about taking Daniel Jones. Because if quarterbacks didn't matter as much as they do, then they wouldn't have taken Daniel Jones, for example. Right. And even if maybe quarterbacks didn't matter as much as they do then they probably would have definitely waited to 17 if they didn't feel like... Or, I don't know that that's true. Because if you think about it, because even if quarterback isn't that important, it's still a glaring need for them. It is, but it wouldn't be as much of a need if quarterbacks weren't as important as they are. 
Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I I wasn't sure if you were talking about like actual in game or the value that owners put on them. Okay, so, sorry, I got confused there, because, yeah. Can I preview week one? Or maybe their whole season, but mostly week one. Well, I've already gone over their whole season, but, oh, um, there's one thing I haven't talked about at all. Zeke is still in holdout, so. It, I mean, I know Zeke isn't the whole team, but it's possible they get a win week one. I mean, it's possible they get a week one win week one anyway, but. I think with Zeke out, that could be a very interesting possibility. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. They probably still go like four, six, and ten, but exactly. who knows? That's why I want Zeke to come back. Need him on my fantasy team. Yeah. Actually, I did last year, but and he sucked. So I don't like him for fan. I mean, I didn't wasn't there to take him. Oh, by the way, guys, make sure to check out my DW podcast. It was a long one, 56 minutes. So, you don't, it was a college football preview. You don't have to listen to all of it, but please go check it out. Yeah, we had a terrific pod episode um, yesterday, just a full on college football preview. Um, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, so, yeah, but. Back to the Giants. Week one, I think they can get the dub if Zeke stays out. And um, obviously, they would need some other things to happen just with if. So I think here's the recipe to success Zeke continues his holdout, and Amari Cooper is the limited workload or not at all because of the foot injury. Obviously, if those two things happen, that would probably mean that I lose my fantasy that I lose in fantasy in both my leagues because I have Amari Cooper and Zeke so but I, I have Saquon so it's good um, you want to make a real quick like score prediction for the game score prediction I'm going to go with if Zeke continues his holdout it's 28-24 Cowboys. Um, I'll go. I think if Zeke holds out, continues his holdout, the Giants might win, but I'm not considering it really because it doesn't matter. If you really look at their team, even without Zeke, who who is a better roster, the Giants or the Cowboys? The Cowboys. Right. So. The Cowboys probably have a better team even without Zeke. So for that in that for that matter, I'll go twenty four seventeen Cowboys. Okay. Um with Zeke or without? Um probably with Zeke, just because I feel like as a Giants fan, he'll play. Okay. He'll play. Alright. So that will just about do it um for this episode. Um I will be back, um, hopefully with Dylan. I love having him on. Um, I will be back, um, probably not for a little while. I probably won't do another episode before, till after week one, because all I'm going to be doing is, like, more previews and stuff. Um, so. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll kick into gear. Like, we both started, like, NBA, but that was it. 
to really mm-hmm. talk about. No football, really, besides the draft. So once we're in the season, I think we'll really kick it into full gear. You agree? Yeah, I agree. So that will just about do it um, for this podcast. Dylan, thank you for being on. You're welcome. Thank you. appreciate it. Always good when you're on. Um, be sure to check out um, the latest episode of the DW Podcast and all the episodes of the DW Podcast on podcast. It's a terrific um podcast that he does i've been on um a lot of the episodes so yeah be sure to check that one out and i'll be back with more see ya